A nice day, high 76. Then on Sunday, more clouds and sun and very warm. There may be an afternoon shower, the high 81. AccuWeather when you want it on air and online at WKOK.com. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Joe Lundberg. Thank you, Joe. We are up now to 54 degrees, mostly sunny skies at News Radio 1070 WKOK. Coming up in just two minutes, it is the Wednesday edition of On the Mark. We've got Joe McGranahan in the studio, Mark Lawrence live and on location at the mall. That's coming up next. This year, Consider a Medicare plan from a name you trust, a name backed by 100 years of quality care. Geisinger, Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage. You'll have access to our many doctors and hospitals, plus thousands more. For a Medicare plan you can count on in uncertain times, go with Geisinger. Visit geisingergold.com radio today. Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans are HMO and PPO plans with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Geisinger Gold Medicare Advantage plans depends on contract renewal. Are you working on a remodel or new construction job and need new carpet and flooring? Save time and money by calling Garvey's Flooring America. Choosing Garvey's Flooring America for your commercial space means you'll pay the lowest prices from the largest selection of in-stock carpet and floors in the valley. Garvey's commercial division is known for having the highest standards in the industry. Whether an office, a school, church, or restaurant, Garvey's Flooring America has the experience to guide you from start to finish, providing solutions to make it happen on time and on budget. Visit us online at garveyscarpet.com. CBS News Brief. Johnson & Johnson entering final tests of its COVID vaccine, but the FDA is about to make it harder to win approval. The new guidance from the FDA can come as early as this week, and it will make it extremely difficult for a vaccine to be cleared before Election Day. The FDA is trying to boost transparency and public trust. That's because there is concern that President Trump's repeated predictions of having a vaccine by Election Day may prompt Americans to believe the vaccine was rushed and not safe. Maria Garcia, CBS News. The U.S. COVID death toll now above 200,000. Ruth Bader Ginsburg lies in repose at the Supreme Court today and tomorrow. The Republican-controlled Senate remains on track to approve her successor before November's election. Storm Beta bringing localized flooding in and around Houston and on the West Coast. All I grabbed was pictures of uh, my mom, my brother and I when they were alive, my husband when he was alive that was on my mantle. Her home among those destroyed by the Bobcat fire. CBS News Brief, I'm Vicki Barker. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Thank you and welcome on board On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. Mark Lawrence is down at the mall. He'll tell you why he's there and what's going on in just a moment. But first, I'm going to tell you that On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. We will have some open phones today, and our toll-free hotline number is 1-800-795-9565. Email us at any time at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out lots more about them at W 
www.sunburymotors.com. You can find them on the web, as I said, at www.sunburymotors.com and do lots of stuff on their great website. Check out their online specials, and you can build a Ford, build a Ford car or truck to your exact specifications. Click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver package, and they invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, and nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m., and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Lincoln cars. They're the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks, and what's more, they're a master towing service with decades of experience. Well, I'm here loaded for bear on a topic that I want to get to, but most importantly right now, we want to switch you to Mark Lawrence, who's at the Susquehanna Valley Mall, and he'll tell you why he's there and what's going on. Good morning, Mark. Well, I wanted to finally give you the opportunity you have always wanted, and that is the opportunity to turn my mic off. So please don't do that. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I don't have that capability. I've been told that Rob's controlling that. <laughs> <laughs> there, okay, we got you on Were that Were it one. so, okay. you wouldn't be speaking right now. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Well, we are here because uh, Geisinger, the Family Practice Center, we see one of the good staffers from Geisinger Health Plan is here, and the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way teaming up with the Susquehanna Valley Mall to make sure that flu shots are ultra readily available. So they are doing a drive-through flu shot. Uh, we call it sort of a clinic today, but you don't go in the clinic, although you do talk to what are real professional clinicians here that are going to help you go through this. So they have a drive-through set up here where you do a quick check-in, and then from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the mall, you'll be able to get a, a free flu shot here. And this is an actual free flu shot, not like if you go to some places where they have a sign-out for says free and you fill out nine hours of paperwork and then you end up getting billed anyway. This isn't that kind of free shot. This is the real kind. So uh, I'm going to talk right now with Emily Dale. She is a wellness specialist at Geisinger Health Plan. So uh, let's talk wellness. Boy, you and I need to have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. Thanks for coming on this yeah, morning. Absolutely. Okay, so tell us about uh, why have an event like this at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. So we're super excited to bring this new initiative where we're offering the drive flu vaccine. We're going to be doing these clinics. I know you said it's kind of like a clinic, but we are outdoors um, and you're not walking inside anywhere. We're going to be offering them through early November. We know you're busy. You might have different places to go. You might be hesitant to leave the house or go inside somewhere. So these are a great alternative. They're quick, they're easy, and they're a safe way to get your flu vaccine this year. And is it particularly important that folks get a flu shot this year? You have the combination of COVID and this, uh, one of your, your good, well, it was the chief financial officer from Family Practice Center said, you do not want to get COVID and the flu at the same time. Yeah, exactly. So either concurrently or subsequent, it's really important to make sure that we're not having both of the virus strains in our body at the same time. So we have the flu vaccination and we know it's safe, it's effective. So it's super important to be able to get that to protect ourselves, keep us out of the hospital this year and keep everybody safe and healthy. All right, I gave you a quickie preview of our, our audience, a quickie preview of how to do this. Yeah. Just walk us through this real quick, and then uh, we'll let you go, please. Yeah, so just like your favorite drive through you're going to follow the signage in order to get in here. We'll have people helping you along the way. You'll have a quick check-in. Uh, we'll have a little brief electronic questionnaire. We'll also have some staff on site to help you walk through it if you have any questions. Once you complete that consent survey, you'll just pull up to your flu shot location. We ask that you put your car in park put your window down. You don't need to get out of your vehicle at all. 
We just ask that you wear your mask, wear loose-fitting clothing so that you can slip the top of your shoulder out so that you can receive the vaccination. The nurses on site here are just going to verify some information with you. We'll get you your flu vaccination and you'll be good to go. And we have some swag bag goodies to take along the road with you. Oh, well, thank you so much for all that explanation. Yeah, I, I talked to Joanne Trauman of the United Way briefly. I think that's going to be the trickiest part, coming to a drive through spot where you can expose your shoulder mm-hmm. at some point. So just be ready <laughs> to that. Maybe it would be a, uh, the best way would be with a... Uh, uh, sweatshirt kind of a situation, something yep. along that line. Okay, well, thank you so much, Emily Dale, helping with wellness at a Geisinger Health Plan. I know they have a big interest in that, so we have lots more we can talk about in the future, so we'll get to that stuff later. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. That is Emily Dale uh, from Geisinger Health Plan. So today from 9 to 3, we're going to be here broadcasting live until 10 o'clock. But in the meantime, uh, we'll launch into open phones and start to talk about uh, what it is that uh, are the big issues of the day. Joe? Yeah, I don't know whether you read it this morning. Do you happen to see the editorial in today's daily item? No, I did not see that. It was an interesting editorial, and I have a lot of respect for the editorial writer in this case, and a lot of respect for the newspaper's editorials generally, but the headline is, Hypocrisy Matters Little in Washington, and the whole context is about how four years ago the Republicans didn't act on Merrick Garland's nomination, and today they want to act on, um, you know, the nomination that the president will put forward. And it's complete with quotes from Senate Leader Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Marco (laughs) Rubio, and all the people who back at that time said, you know, we shouldn't move forward. But you know what they missed? And their, their summation, of course, is that uh, we believe that the Senate should treat any of President Trump's nominees the same way it did President Obama's nominee. We believe the Senate should follow its own president and not act on any nomination this close to the next presidential election. Judging by what's been said publicly thus far, we also believe that is not likely to happen, and that will be nothing short of hypocritical. But you know what they left out of the editorial? All the things the <laughs> Democrats said at that that time. Uh, and I'm quoting from the New York Times and on September 8th of 2016. Uh, on Thursday, Vice President Joseph R. Biden will be on Capitol Hill to join congressional Democrats at a news conference where they will push for a vote on Judge Garland, who was put forward by Mr. Obama in March and is now the longest pending Supreme Court nominee in American history. Judge Garland will also have a meeting with Senator Patrick J. Leahy, a Democrat of Vermont. Uh, then, USA Today. After the death of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, President Obama nominated Judge Merrick Garland of the U.S. Circuit Court for the District of Columbia Circuit. McConnell opposed holding hearings for Garland, saying the American people should have a voice in the selection of their next Supreme Court Justice. Chuck Schumer, who was not yet a Senate minority leader, joined the Senate Democrats' campaign around the hashtag Do Your Job, attempting to galvanize support for the Garland nomination and to pressure McConnell into beginning confirmation proceedings. And now, they also quoted in the newspaper article this morning Senator Case, or Senator uh, Toomey, but they didn't quote Senator Casey four years ago who said Chief Justice Merrick Garland is an eminently qualified nominee for the Supreme Court who has established a record of fairness, integrity, and legal excellence over many years. I look forward to reviewing Judge Garland's record and giving his nomination the full consideration it deserves. The President has done his job and is prescribed under the Constitution and it's time for the Senate Republicans to commit to doing their job by giving this nominee a fair hearing and timely vote. Now, don't you think it would have been a fair and balanced editorial to include that and then maybe draw the conclusion that hypocrisy is not just a Republican trait, which seems to be the point of the editorial? 
Well, only one of your favorite uh, media outlets owns Fair and Balanced, so I wouldn't expect to find it anywhere else, at least not in the way they do it. So I, I guess that's, you know, that's maybe an omission, but this is completely different. Everything's different. How's it, it different? A Demo- well, it isn't a Democratic president. It isn't somebody who may be liberal-leaning who is being oh. selected for their court. So, so liberals okay, it, conservatives bad. I got it. Thank you. I, uh, I wasn't sure about well, that. <laughs> honestly, I, I think we can just stipulate that there's a massive ocean of hypocrisy to go around on this yes just let it go at this but i think (laughs) senator toomey summarized it pretty well yesterday he just said well he issued a like a 400 page statement and then at the bottom it says this is different so (laughs) um and i think that really sums it up is that really this is this isn't the same circumstances and of course you have a president who's far more assertive than president obama was so that's a factor and plus you had willing individuals who would vote against Merrick Garland at that time. So um, I, well, I you, think at this particular... Do ahead. you believe that four years ago, if the Democrats had had the majority in the Senate, that they would have said, oh, no, we're not going to push him through because we shouldn't do this during a, a presidential election year? Or do you think they would have <laughs> said to the Republicans, tough luck, buddy, here we go, he's going on? Well, I think they probably would have said it's different. I, I, you know, I think when you say, okay, it's an election year, and now we have a vacancy on the court, that's one factor. But the other factors are who owns the Senate, and the the last factor is who is the president. So all you really have, uh, you know, there's probably 20 different parameters, so you would know this when you have three different ways to, to rig that up. If you have maybe six different possibilities, each year is going to be different. I know we have, you know, it's funny, you can listen to the media and have one person say, well, for the past 40 years, we haven't filled these vacancies. And the last, and the next person says, well, under these circumstances, we filled a vacancy like this uh, in the past few years, so or in the past 10 years. That's because each of those three circumstances is what's guiding this. Yes, there's tons of hypocrisy to go around. We'll just stipulate that. And uh, it looks as though President Trump's uh, nominee is going to have a sufficient amount of uh, of help to get uh, through the Senate. Um, and I, my feelings on this, I told you yesterday, it's September. The president has months and months left. His his constitutional job is to nominate. The Senate's job is to confirm. So let's give him that opportunity. No, I, I don't want it to happen. I wish that he would. I wish President Trump would say, okay, well, really, this is just going to foment for divi- more division, so I'm not going to make the nomination. But the American people spoke four years ago. They gave actually more Republicans in the Senate. They elected President Trump Uh, two years ago. The Senate expanded for the Republicans. You know, so why shouldn't they go ahead and vote on it? They they have the the mandate, I would think. You know, the fact that the election's coming up, maybe it'll change, maybe it won't. So do you believe that if, let's say, President Trump's reelected, do you believe the Democrats would have said, oh, okay, well, now we're going to go along with your pick? (laughs) <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. That is not right. going to happen. Hey, we have a call pending. Actually, we have two calls pending, and we've got to take a quick break, Break, as you always say, to stay on schedule using your British accent. We'll take that break, and we'll be right back with more of On the Mark. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have 
have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan in the studio. Mark Lawrence at the Susquehanna Valley Mall for the big free flu shot event going on today, starting at 9 o'clock this morning. We have two calls pending. Mark will be able to hear them both. And our producer, Rob Center, today is earning his money. He's got a complicated job over there, and he's doing it very well. Than, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, and what a wonderful thing to do. <clears throat> free flu shots, and maybe by next year at this time, we may be able to get some uh, coronavirus shots, let's hope. But uh, my question to you, Joe, more than to Mark, is how do you, uh, how do you, if I say the word hypocrisy to you, how would you describe what that means? Well, <laughs> a person who says one thing and does another. Okay. <laughs> so it's... If Graham says one way and then the other four years later and says, record me, I, that means I can believe nothing he says from now on. Can you believe Chuck right? Schumer? Can you believe Chuck Schumer, who did the same thing exactly the other way, Than? Come on, be fair. Uh, I Well, the what-ifs come right up. And oh, I no, say, it's not a what-if. If, it's an exact when, comparison, Than, an exact, exact comparison from and, four years ago to today. And you won't let me answer. I say, yes, that is hypocrisy. Jeez, it's not hypocrisy on one side and not the other. It is just so glaring right now that I realize that you are a politician and you say something, I can't believe it because you're going to change it when it does better for you. And I don't like that in politics. I agree with you. I don't like it either. And But I think you've got to be fair about it. If you're going to say the Republicans are hypocrites, you've got to also say the, so are the Democrats. And whoever, well, do you honestly uh, believe, Than, you're a fair guy. Do you honestly believe four years ago if the Democrats had control of the Senate, they would have not pushed Merrick Garland through? Do you honestly believe that? Oh, uh, they would have, because it's the constitutional thing to do. But there is a question, and it's an ethics question, maybe more than politics. Do you jam a Supreme Court nominee through because you're being kicked out the door? I, I think that's called <laughs> lame ducking before you're a lame you duck. You don't know anybody's being kicked out the door. We haven't had the election. Well, well somebody we is going to be kicked out done. the door, either Biden or Trump. And either way, it's uh, we have to live with the consequences. I have a feeling that not enough people have been swayed by the president, who, by the way, it's not just one uh, uh, place that says he lied 20,000 times. 
uh, something like Kleppinger's or Forbes. Forbes magazine said 19,000 times. Okay, but what does that have to do with who he picks for the Supreme Court? If he picks a qualified nominee, somebody who has a verifiable track record as a good jurist, what difference does it make who appointed him, whether it was a good president or a bad president? The question becomes the merits of the candidate selected. Okay, and you say, because it is uh, decided law, that we're not going to overcome Roe versus Wade. I don't know. I'm just saying that that is is an argument that I've heard advanced. Yeah, I'd say it's in trouble. Uh, What's that, Mark? I'd say Roe v. Wade is in trouble at this point. Oh, very much so. Women's rights, that's what it's all about. Do women have equal rights? Those white men in Washington do not want them or people of color to have the rights they deserve. Have you ever heard of Chief Justice John Roberts, who was supposedly a conservative and yet on several recent decisions has voted liberally? You can't hold these people and say, well, you're going to vote this way no matter what. I think these guys, I think these guys, I think that the men and women on the Supreme Court take each issue seriously. They review it. And then from whatever perspective they come at from the law and the way they view the Constitution, that's the way they vote. Shouldn't be, shouldn't we be allowed? to hear all of the discussion before there's a vote on the Supreme Court nominee. So we, the people that hire what discussion? those votes... What discussion do you want to hear? There are going to be hearings. The hearings are going to be open. They're going to be televised, just as they were for Gorsuch and for Kavanaugh. Nope. And they're going to be rushed. Well, they have to be rushed. It was done in 19 days once before. Yes, in 19 days once before, but usually it takes weeks, maybe many weeks, maybe well, a month. We've got more. we've got a month. We've got a month, actually more than a month before the election. And you think it's well, not going to be right. Just about a month, rather, I should say. My, Dan, I share know, your my lament. Sadness, <laughs> my sadness is to know that you as a Republican are going to tell me something today that's fact, you say, and then you're going to change it tomorrow because it suits you. And the Democrats did exactly, come on, Than, the Democrats (laughs) did exactly the same thing. I know it chokes you to have to admit that, but it's what happened. Hey, we have another call we have to take, so thanks, Than. Always fun talking to you. Mike from Bloomsburg, you're on the mark this morning. Hey, before I get in on the SCOTUS here, I want to correct uh, one of your texters yesterday that said that the uh, river level at three-quarters of a foot was climate change. Uh, That's just not a hydrological fact of life. Uh, September and October are generally the historical low levels of the river, and if that uh, texter would go back and look at the data from 1964 and 65, he would see river levels that were even lower. And then secondly, Joe Biden, he went out, I mean, he's also crazy. He called the president a climate climate arsonist. I mean, I can't think of anything more inflammatory than that, when the reality is forest fires in the West are uh, a fact of life, and that's the norm out there. And subsequent to these fires, numerous people have been arrested for arsonists. So there's real arsonists that are out there that Joe has given a free pass while he's criticizing the president. Now that I got my rambling done, I just want to comment on the uh, Supreme Court. Uh, Joe, I completely agree with you. If the tables were turned uh, back 
back in 2016, the, the Democrats probably would have done the same thing. They would have held it up. And if, but if they had the majority, they would have rammed it through. And, and I don't even like the idea of saying ram. I think that's wrong. I think they would have done their job, and I think uh, the president's going to do his job. But what I do want to say is uh, I, I don't agree with the president when he came out and said he's going to pick a woman. I mean, that to me, why would he have men on the list if he says, I'm going to pick a woman? I, I just don't get that. And, and I think uh, one of the things the uh, Republicans want to do is they want to try to inoculate themselves from the uh, speculation that there may be, you know, more sexual assault allegations that are fabricated against whoever is picked. But you know what? In this day and age, anything's possible. They could put up a woman, uh, you know, Trump could put up a woman, and the Democrats could march uh, another woman out there and say that she was assaulted. You know, any, anything's possible with this situation. And I think we should really, in, instead of getting into speculation, just focus on what's right and what's wrong. And, and I think putting someone up for nomination is the right thing. I think that any party has a, a, a willingness to do that. But if they want to play politics and say, uh, you know, do whatever they want and play politics, I, that's fine. But the reality is the, the laws are the laws, and they should follow them. And right now we have a, a vacancy on the court, and the court's a very important thing. And I don't think uh, having eight is the right thing to do. So I think get nine on there. I think you're right that this is a big issue. I mean, this is right now the issue facing us in the country, uh, who's going to fill this seat. Yesterday, Joe Biden was asked whether or not he supported, one of the few times where somebody actually got a tough question in front of him, whether or not he would support packing the court. And he refused to answer, saying, oh, I'm just, it's playing into President Trump's hand. He wants to change, change the narrative. He wants to take our attention away from the issue at hand, I think was his exact wording. This is the issue at hand. And I think if, if Joe Biden is going to be part of a party that says they're going to pack the court if they don't get their way, we need to know where he stands on that. Exactly. And, and to, think, to think about that, the Demo people say the Republicans are like little children. That previous caller saying uh, white people in Washington don't want blacks to have their rights and they don't want women to have their rights. Well, what about the rights of an American citizen to have a Supreme Court with nine members on I, I think that's a valid concern, and, and I'm not sitting here whining and crying and making up all kinds of crazy accusations. I just want the job to be done. I want to focus on the job. I want to get the job done, and, and let's get it over with and move on to the important things, and that's having an election and then having nine members of the Supreme Court if uh, rulings have to go to the court so that we can't say, well, there was only eight, and this decision on this vote in this state was done because there was only eight. Let's get it the way it should be and move on. You want to weigh in, Mark? Well, I would just want to say that, uh, first of all, the president is naming five women because he's doing this suburban pandering thing where he's talking about the fact that he needs women to vote for him in greater numbers, especially in the suburbs. So that explains that. That's easy to see why he's doing that. Of course, he's been vetting this uh, Corbett woman for uh, years now. So Barrett, she should be Amy more than Coney ready. Barrett, you mean. Barrett, yes, thank you. <laughs> Sorry right. about that. And uh, he's been vetting her for so long, so she should be ready to go. And, of course, he's looking at some other women, too, that could possibly fill the seat. So let me ask our quick caller here. We only have a couple minutes left. What does he think about the idea of packing the courts? If Democrats get in in control of the Senate and the presidency, two really big ifs, I think. But uh, what does he think about just naming more member members of the court to help pack the court with uh, more liberal views? 
Well, I think that's a, a, a political... Okay, when the Democrats say they want to pack the court, we're going to get back at you by doing that. They're pandering to their base. Their, their base loves that idea. And then there's a certain amount of people in the middle, you know, okay, well, it's been done before, FDR did it, and, and they don't really care. And then there's people like me who say, hey, we have nine on it, and it works well. Leave it alone. Now, I mean, to me, it just shows the, the desperation and the fact that Democrats are willing to say or do anything to win this election, like Joe Biden coming out and calling the president a climate arsonist. I mean, that's that's just crazy. That, that scares people. And to me, a, a man that can make a statement like that, he should not be trusted in the White House. Fair enough, Mike. Thanks so much for calling. We always appreciate your comments and your calls. Thank you, sir. Take care now. Thanks. You too. Bye. Okay, Mark, you know, here's the thing. Joe Biden, if they pack the court, what's going to happen the next time the Republicans get in control and don't like the liberal majority <laughs> on the Supreme Court? They're going to do it, and we're going to keep going back and well, forth. Well, can you unpack the court? I guess you can, but here's the thing. I understand that there was a survey this morning that showed even among progressives, people who relish that label, only 40% of them support packing the court. So it's not a popular idea. It wasn't popular when FDR tried it, and he didn't He didn't get it through. It was one of the few things he lost. Hey, Mark will be back at the mall after this, and I understand you're going to do the news from down there. Is that right, buddy? Yep, I got that all, all, right. I'm all set. He's got the news. We'll take a break for the news and be back. And then Mark's got a special guest coming up at the big free flu shot event at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. We'll be back with more of On the Mark on WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. And I'm Joe McGranahan in the studio. Mark Lawrence is down at the Susquehanna Valley Mall for a big free flu shot event. He's going to tell you lots more about that in just a moment. But I'm going to tell you that On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. We do have open phones in between uh, the segments that we're doing down at the mall. 1-800-795-9565 will get you through to us toll-free. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com, as several people have done. We have some emails pending. Or you can text us, as no one has yet done today, at 70236. And now with Stan the headlines... The I'm, I'm sorry, who has Stan does? Yeah, he isn't typing today. <laughs> all right, Mark, you're at the mall. You've got the news headlines, and you've got a special guest. So it's all yours, buddy. Well, thank you so much. I uh, do, do appreciate that. Uh, we are going to be talking to State Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver in a little bit. Uh, she has been working with Geisinger Family Practice Center, Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way, and the Susquehanna Valley Mall to make sure that this free drive through flu shot event uh, goes off without a hitch today. Uh, it is from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., and they have already started to do. I saw my first Band-Aid drive by on the shoulder of a woman that stopped by here. So you just stop by where the former Sears was, 
because, of course, they have the Wellness Center and the Family Practice Center, and uh, Geisinger Care Works is going to be moving here in the future. They already have the physical therapy and the wellness set up here, so they've already advanced a lot of this and doing some imaging, but they'll have a lot more. More, for, more docs will be here in the future at this particular facility. But today from 9 to 3, it's free flu shots. There'll be more flu shots as part of this uh, Geisinger family health uh, family uh, family event that is uh, underway and they are going to be doing those on let's see if I find the right day I want to get the right day yes Saturday and Sunday this weekend at the Geisinger Hughes Center North along Woodbine Avenue so that'll be in, we have lots more details about that at WKOK.com so the drive-through flu shot event underway today we're going to broadcast till 10 but we invite anybody over the age of 18 this is really a great opportunity and as I mentioned earlier this is an actual free flu shot they don't just trick you later with a copay or something or bill your insurance they're giving away doses of free flu vaccine to make sure that everybody gets vaccinated uh, they everybody that's involved in this the greater Susquehanna Valley United Way uh, the uh, Linda Schlegel Carver's office uh, family practice center Geisinger uh, and the mall feel it's important that they just uh, push 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 to make sure that everybody that wants to get a flu shot has a real opportunity to do so so please stop by today between 9 and 3 p.m. So the 9 a.m. part we did do successfully. Now we have to do the rest of the day. And they're all set up here, and it seems to be going smoothly. I'm going to glance through some quick news headlines here. Uh, U.S. Marshals say they got their man, a fugitive from Philadelphia, who was in Shemokin Tuesday. U.S. Marshals say they picked up Yasin Brown of Philadelphia. He's wanted for murder in Philadelphia, tracked to a home in the first block of Raspberry Hill Road in Shemokin, where he was taken into custody without further incident. Volunteer firefighters summoned this morning to a blaze on Church Street. No injuries reported there. That's in Sunbury. There was a fire yesterday on North 7th Street in Sunbury. Again, no injuries. Uh, dozens of volunteer fire companies converged there. And Shemokin last night, uh, Bear Valley Avenue, around 10 p.m. Volunteers summoned there. Bucknell University students are struggling to afford meal plans. Uh, some folks don't know that. A lot of folks uh, say the uh, ultra-expensive meal plan only provides one meal per day. I get very hungry during the day and then I'm not able to do as much work and so once I get my meal at night I'll usually be able to get my homework done once I've eaten. And that is one of the students, Eleanor King, who says that uh, she's been forced to buy into the 1400 meal plan that only provides one meal per day. That's not enough for her. Uh, the university says they'll take all this information from students under advisement. Still not happy with the doubling of the cost of those meal plans. Uh, how many new COVID-19 cases around here lately? 22, uh, says the State Department of Health. That brings Northumberland County's total 900 individuals testing positive for COVID-19. Since the pandemic began, there have been 48 deaths in Northumberland County as well. Uh, the state legislature says they got the numbers again. Uh, they hope to loosen Governor Tom Wolf's pandemic restrictions on bars and restaurants. It easily passed the state Senate yesterday, 43 to 6. Now, the House isn't in session, but they have been summoned back to work on this, plus another override measure that's possible. So it is possible that we'll get some action on that. We're going to talk to Linda Schlegel-Culver momentarily, and we'll get uh, for more elaboration on that. And Joe loves apps on his phone, so I'm sure he's going to want this one. COVID Alert PA announced by Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf yesterday. It's an app that uses Bluetooth technology to help identify individuals who may have been close, uh, in close contact with someone else who tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. 
Joe, I did down, download the app this morning, and as soon as Kevin showed up at the remote this morning, it started going off saying, evacuate, evacuate. No, I'm just kidding. I, it did not go off. But Kevin's almost fully recovered. So, Steer clear of um, Kevin, by all means. <laughs> sounded Really sound advice uh, anytime, I think, really. All right, well, thank you so much. Uh, we are going to talk to Linda Schlegel-Culver in a little bit, but we have an opportunity to get uh, somebody who has his next appointment uh, coming up, so we're going to grab him right now. Uh, ben Benjamin Willard is here, Chief Financial Officer for the Family Practice Center, and uh, I just really want him to do something uh, shouldn't be a burden to do, and that's dote on this facility. This is really just crazy beautiful. Inch up another inch closer and tell us about this facility at the mall. I'll try not to disappoint, so I'll try, but yeah, Family Practice Center, we're very excited. Um, first of all, today, to partner with um, the United Way and, you know, uh, Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver today to put on this nice event, this flu clinic event. So far, it's going great. I walked outside and was pleasantly surprised at the turnout so far, so hopefully it continues today. But Family Practice Center, very excited about this facility. It's been in the works now for quite some time. It feels like yesterday that we stepped in and and looked like it looked like Sears, and before you knew it, we had it all the way down to the beams, and quickly we're building it out. So. Uh, at this point in time, we have about about 70% of it um, uh, in the works to be built out, about 50% of it built out today. The other 20% coming from our partnership with uh, Geisinger to build out what I'm calling a kind of urgent care on steroids. Right. They're bringing so, care works here. So it's it's going to be a step up from, from care works. So, you know, our vision for that specific site is something that is, is quite frankly missing in a lot of areas around the country especially in central Pennsylvania. It's that care in between primary care and really ER or hospital work, right? So right now our physicians are often faced with the challenge of, you know, I have this patient, they really need a little more monitoring than I can give in an outpatient setting in primary care. I'm not too comfortable sending them home, but I don't quite think they need to go to the hospital. So this is that step in between where, and I always like to use the example of it's 4.30, your options are send them home or send them to the ER. Well, now you have this new site. So send them here. They can be monitored, uh, maybe be infused if needed. So it, it's, it's going to be uh, much more than the traditional care works facility of Geisinger, which you know is, was a more traditional urgent care. You know, that's why we've been calling it urgent care on steroids. I know Geisinger will have a, a finalized name for the site. It won't be yeah, that. It won't be that. I can guarantee <laughs> that. But that's what I've been using, and they've been letting okay. me use it. So I, I've been running with that. So that's that's one piece. Very excited. I think it's going to be um, a really a needed service here in the area that I think is going to then excel. So we're excited to partner with them on that piece. Um, but on the Family Practice Center side, so far, you know, we've built out our um, laboratory that services all of our clinics. So the blood work that we draw across all of our sites across Central PA comes to this facility in Seals Grove and is, is run and processed on our equipment. Very exciting equipment. It's a partnership with Beckman Kultur, which is um, you know a laboratory company, international company. We are actually the first company in North America to install this type of equipment, which is very, very exciting. It's a fully automated track system that essentially takes the, the test tube, from the time it hits uh, the automation system, 
it sorts it, puts it on the track. If it needs centrifuge, it spins it down, puts it on the track, then runs it down the track, automatically puts it into the units, run test, kicks it back out on the track, runs it back into a storage container, it automatically stores itself. Very, very, just awesome equipment <laughs> is the best word to put okay. it. It, you, it. It's fully automated. And what it does is it, it eliminates really any chance for human error. And um, as it's progressing down the track, the tube, it's constantly taking images of that tube to ensure that the tube is, in fact, this individual's tube, right? So this is Ben Williard, this is Ben Williard, this is Ben Williard. That's what I like to say. Okay, well, and that's going to expedite all the testing. you got physical therapy here. You yes. even have a sleep lab. Yep. you got imaging. Yep, yep. Uh, physical therapy opened up um, July 1st. Uh, that's with CPRS Physical Therapy. Um, we're very excited about that. Our sleep lab opened August 1st uh, with Dr. Dempsey <coughs> running that. And we also have behavioral health, too. I know that you talked to Susan Decker, I believe it was last week, so Susan Decker and Devin Van Horn are at this site. They are both um, LPCs and um, really expanding our behavioral health presence in central PA as well, which is a needed service. Right. That is just so important over here to make sure that folks realize that if you if you break your arm, you would not hesitate to uh, get some help or some counseling or some therapy. But uh, if you are, well, I think it's 20% of the population right now that reports symptoms associated with depression, and, and 40% of people that have had COVID-19 say depression is a logical outcome mm -hmm. of that, uh, that's going to be so critically important. Okay, well, we're just about done with your opportunity, but please just give us a quick uh, invitation for folks to maybe just come down here for the flu shot or just check out this facility. Yeah, um, please come down for the flu shot today. We love, I think down the road, we're going to try and have some open houses here at this facility. COVID's made that challenging, but really excited to, to become more a part of this community. You know, we've been a part of this community for over, you know, close to 50 years, but to continue to grow and become even more a part of this community. So we appreciate your time today day and uh look for look forward to everyone coming down here for the flu shot today so thank, oh, we love doing you. this this is win 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 i mean it Agreed. just keeps on going Agreed. thank you so much thank uh, that's you so ben, much benjamin willard chief financial officer of family practice center okay, okay we, we have, have, uh, have to take a quick break mark and uh, stay on schedule but then we can go to open phones right 1-800-795-9565 we'll take that break the phone lines are open give us a call now we have three emails pending we'll be right back with more of on the mark when it comes to car Buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.
Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan in the studio. Mark Lawrence is down at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Rob Center is working his head off over in the control room. We have two calls on the line, several emails. One of the emails from Mike says FDR tried packing the court because he felt the Supreme Court was slowing down his plans for economic recovery. Once FDR packed the court, it undermined his credibility with the American people and hurt him. And our first caller is Chris. You're on the mark from Milton, Chris. Well, of course, he failed to pack the court. Right, he failed. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well, first of all, you're, you're saying things are the same when they're actually much more different. <laughs> okay. So uh, the yeah. Republicans okay, are hypocrites, the Democrats are not. Let me talk. All right, go ahead. Okay. First of all, February is not September, and vice versa. Second of all, the the Democrats didn't spend the previous presidency complaining about uh, saying that, oh, you can't appoint somebody in the same year and making it a point of principle when they were doing it. Third of all, the rules were different then, and you needed 60 votes to get the. You might need 60 votes to get the to get nom to get the vote to the floor. Who changed that, Chris? The Republicans. Oh yeah, right. They did. <laughs> the Democrats had the nuclear option first, as I recall. They changed it for non-Supreme Court justices. They did not change it for Supreme Court okay, justices. Fair enough. And so now you only need 50 votes in order to get confirmation uh, uh, Obama's going to need 60 votes. Was Merrick Garland now qualified? Now you only need 50 votes and you can ram it through. Chris. And we'd have much more uh, middle-of-the-road judges if we stuck to 50. Was Merrick Garland qualified? Yes. All right. And if President Trump points somebody, let me finish. If President Trump only asking, if President Trump appoints somebody who is qualified, shouldn't they get the same consideration you wanted for Merrick Garland? That's my question, Chris. Which, which is a vote, right? Which, yeah, which is a so you wanted, and you, a wanted vote. It, you wanted it, you wanted it four years ago, but now you don't. Weren't willing to give. So, but now they are. <laughs> Even now, when they, now they, they, they are willing to give a willing, but you'd still have to get 60 votes. You'd have to get some Democrats over in even the when old they, days, even when Republicans they, over. Even you when the Republicans say, Chris, even when, the, even when the Republicans say to the Democrats, you are absolutely right, we agree with you, then they still aren't happy. Chris, I'm sorry, we have an, an interview with Linda Schlegel-Culver that Mark has set, and we don't want to hold Linda up, so Mark, we're going to switch it to you right now. Linda. Um, can you grab Linda Schlegel? Come on over here, please. I'm sorry, sorry about you about had her. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but she is. You'll be shocked to find out that she's ultra busy and squeezes every free moment to talk to her good constituents and to uh, uh, to talk on the phone and make sure that everything's uh, ready. So, uh, State Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver, Republican, 108th District, Sunbury Area resident. Thank you for uh, talking to us this morning. Good morning. Uh, tell us, uh, why is this a right fit for your office to make sure that flu shots get uh, brought up and talked about and made available? So, I mean, originally uh, we would be doing our senior expo and we were partnering with the Family Practice Center. Uh, obviously, with COVID, we had to sort of alter our plans and uh, we thought it was still important to reach out to our senior community. And when we talked to Family Practice Center, we're like, how can we still do that? And 
we did a senior teletown hall um, with some experts on there to answer their questions. And then this kind of was born out of that. And Geisinger is now partnering here with Family Practice Center. And normally they would be at the Bloomsburg Fair giving these shots. And so they had the shots. And we thought it'd be a great way to reach the uh, central Susquehanna Valley, uh, ages 18, you know, through senior citizens to get their flu shots. Uh, I've just heard uh, coming out the door that they've had some of their first cases of the flu in the valley. Uh, so it's here earlier than normal. Um, I know, you know, there's mixed emotions on getting the flu shot or not. I think that's an individual choice, but we are offering you a free flu shot for those who feel um, that they want to do this. It's as contactless as we can make it. Um, everybody's wearing a mask and gloves. You don't get out of your car today. Uh, we'll pre-register you from your car. You come through and they're moving them through pretty fast. So if you have a few minutes today, drive down to the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Um, in the back where Sears used to be, where the Family Practice Center now is, and come get your flu shot. All right. Well, thank you for that. We appreciate that. Nine to three here at the, the where the old Sears store, where the Family Practice Center has just set up a really fabulous uh, shop uh, with all kinds of activities. And Geisner is going to be moving the CareWorks Plus here uh, soon. You've been summoned back to work. Tell us about I have. that. I won't be here all day today as we originally planned. Um, yesterday around 4 o'clock, uh, they called a session day. So starting at 1 today, we're going back to try and do a veto override of the governor's veto yesterday uh, of the bill that would allow school districts to decide about sports and um, spectators. Or, you know, my concern is having parents at the events. So we're going back today to work on that. And how soon will the House get the action on the bill that relates to uh, the Senate passed it yesterday, and this relates to uh, easing some of the governor's restrictions on bars and restaurants? So, I mean, originally we sent a package of bills over, so I'm not sure which is coming back to us. Um, we are in Tuesday next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I haven't seen the schedule yet. I'm assuming we're going to try and move that as fast as we can. So we have overrides in our future? I don't know. Today's going to be, I think, the um, measuring point of what we can do in the future. But, I, you know, if you're paying attention in your districts, uh, we just had a, um, a conference call or a Zoom meeting with about 40 um, restaurants, you know, uh, amusement, uh, breweries, wineries. Um, well, they're all businesses at, at half capacity right, right now. And, and it is. I mean, we are in danger of losing a lot of them. Some of these people have been in business 40 years. Um, if you ask them, 75% capacity would make them break even. Uh, they're all willing to follow the CDC guidelines. They themselves can't afford to be sick. Their employees can't afford to be sick. And they don't want anybody getting sick at their restaurant. So they're following, you know, all the guidelines, you know, they're sanitizing, they will put screens up, they're separating. Um, they just want the ability to do business. And I think we need to give the public the choice. Do I feel safe going in? And that's my own personal choice. But I, I think we need to allow people to have those choices. All right. Anything else critically important you want to tell us and our audience or uh, any well, other? I, I think it's important. We're heading into an election cycle, as you know. Uh, if you're not registered to vote, please do so. And it's important that you get out there to do that vote. Um, I appreciate you know all the support and the feedback we've been getting through COVID. I encourage people to keep doing that. Um, we are still doing... Um, you know, we're trying to lessen the walk-ins so that we can sanitize between each constituent for your safety and my staff's safety. So we just encourage appointments, and we actually have uh, drive-up service at the office now, so you can drive up, call, and we'll come out to your car and provide service to you. And um, we just encourage people, you know, be safe. 
Um, make sure you're taking care of yourself and your health and reach out uh, when you need help. All right, and you're safe and well, and you're doing okay. Okay. Thank you. And tell Linda, Thank you hey, so much. Mark, tell Linda oh, I said one word, radar. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get off that already? All right, I'm off of it. <laughs> you heard that, right? She heard that. Okay. Tell Linda I'm only All right. kidding. Okay. All right, Joe, what are we doing next? Well, we have a call. Mike's been waiting very patiently. Our phone lines are now open, 1-800-795-9565. Mike from Bloomsburg, you're on the mark. Hi, good morning, fellas. Uh, um, I just want to make four quick points, and I'll get off the air. The first one is about sports. I think that sports is the importance of sports is way out of proportion to the value of an education in our public schools. Two, I've always been opposed to abortion, although you know it's hard to order people as to what to do with their body. So I think, in addition to day-to-day contraception, there should be a morning after pill widely available, and I think that would cut down on it. Also, I listen to your show a lot, and I think you have callers who don't understand, you know, the separation between church and state concepts, because I get Bible lessons sometimes, which is okay, that's their right to do, but I just don't think they understand it. And finally, throwing this off to your audience, uh, I'm doing a little bit of research, and I'm finding a little bit of a, of a connection between QAnon and certain segments of the evangelical movement. So I'll let your your listeners respond to that. Thanks, and have a great day. We haven't had too many people talk to us about QAnon, but where, where do you see this connection between them and uh, the religious right, if you will? Well, the first one I saw was when uh, Vice President Pence, who is a v- evangelical, was was going to go and speak at an event, but I, I, my impression was it got too hot to go and do that, so we canceled out of it. Okay. So I started reading about their philosophies and and end of end of the world and blah 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 conspiracies, and I, you know, I'm in the process of doing this. I thought maybe some of your listeners might throw out a fact or two. Well, we'll see. That hasn't been on our radar screen here, but you never know. It may pop up. Mike, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate your call and your time and waiting very patiently while we did a few other things. Thank Thanks a lot. You're welcome. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. Everything's wide open right now. We'll take a quick reminder here that On the Market is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out lots more about them by visiting their great website, www.sunburymotors.com. What do they sell there? Well, they sell Ford, Hyundai, Kia and Lincoln cars. They are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks and they're a master towing service with decades of experience. If you need some service, they invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection and nitrogen for tires and they're open Monday through Friday 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. One of our emailers Mark says the historical difference between the two sides is that when a Democratic president nominates a judge, the Republicans recognize his right to do so and give them a wide berth, approving them readily with margins of 70 to 30, 80 to 20, even 90 to 10. But when a Republican president has that right, the Democrats fight him tooth and claw and always stoop to ad hominem reasoning about his sexual history. So then, Chris from Milton, you decide who is the hypocrite. 
All right. Well, if you want to talk about hypocrites, the Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer yesterday, and uh, this is kind of making news today, invoked the two-hour rule, a measure that constrains the scheduling and duration of Senate committee hearings. Uh, Under the rule, no Senate committee or subcommittee can meet after the Senate has been in session for two hours or after 2 p.m. The move threatened to delay a briefing that was uh, scheduled to be held yesterday from Homeland Security. Late Tuesday, a senior Democratic aide said the Democrats would not be invoking the two-hour rule today because they want the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and, and Pensions Help Committee to hold their hearings. What's, so, the, what's this a, rule, Mark? What is it? Okay. So the, according to CBS News, right. it says under the rule, no Senate committee or subcommittee can meet after the Senate's been in session for two hours or after 2 p.m. So this will make it harder for you know committees to do some of the vetting of the nominee oh, yes. that will come 2 from the president. My heavens, the Senate should not work after 2 p.m. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> well, the, I mean, this is awful. the Senate can keep meeting, but the uh, committees have to stop. Oh, okay. So, so this is well. This is one of the many tactics. I think Schumer said everything is on the table when it comes to delay uh, uh, or <laughs> you know obstructing whatever it's going to take. So to what make happens sure if the Republicans bring up a motion to change that rule and pass it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll get the three quarters necessary to do. Does it need three changes. quarters? Or does it need fifty a fifty simple majority vote to change the rule? I think rule changes need fifty percent. Otherwise, I think you'd probably see the rules changing every day. To you know to block people out and that kind of thing. And what really gets me here is that we're not even talking about the qualifications of the candidates. You know, you pointed out that uh, President Trump has talked a lot about Amy Coney uh, Barrett. And uh, I have a uh, young man who um, lived across the street from me. He was a graduate of the um, law school at Notre Dame. And one of his, she was one of his professors. And he said that she is absolutely one of the smartest people he's ever met. And he's not particularly political, but he said she's very, very bright, very intimidating in her knowledge of the Constitution. So isn't that somebody we would like on the Supreme Court? <laughs> or am I wrong? Do we want some smiling syncophant who says, I'm against abortion, I'm for abortion, so that's all I'm going to vote on? Oh, I would like people like her to be 40% of the U.S. Supreme Court, absolutely. <laughs> but I don't want them in the majority, necessarily. But as you pointed out yesterday, just because you appoint a liberal or a conservative judge to the U.S. Supreme Court, they don't become little lockstep drones that don't have any mind anymore and just vote however their president might have wanted them to that appointed them. You know, they all have a mind of their own. You and I can go back through decisions over the past couple of years, in particular, where, uh, you know, different judges just justices voted uh, in favor of what would be a more liberal cause, and and likewise, uh, presumably liberal justices have voted in favor of things that more conservatives enjoyed. So I I, I think that we should try to achieve a balance, but, you know, this, I think you pointed out that this is what the nation may have wanted when they put Trump in office. The Supreme Court nominations were one of the the real pedestals that he ran on that uh, separated him from Hillary Clinton is that you know folks wanted to make sure that they even though his behavior even then was as bad as it is now they were able to overlook that so that they would get a conservative justice or two and now maybe three appointed and likewise folks said well do we want the court to be so liberal remember this comes after a time where gay marriage had been approved in the US and that left a bad taste in some people's mouth and in conservative states abortion laws were getting turned back before they were even considered by the court 
So I think all of that was kind of in the background when Trump was running, saying, I'm going to be the pro-life candidate that will appoint conservative judges. You know, if if you wish to participate in what could be years of recipe to overturn Roe v. Wade, unfortunately for you, you're going to have to hold your nose, Republicans, and vote for me. But, you know, and how I, stop and think I, for I a minute. I think that was a big factor. How does the Supreme Court render its decisions? It renders them by issuing an opinion. And these opinions are, are I guess, the Chief Justice selects somebody who on the winning side to write the, uh, the affirming opinion and explain the logic and the reasoning behind the decision that was made. And you can't just, the Supreme Court has never just thrown out the precedent or the, or the decisions made by other courts without giving due consideration to the opinions that were written by the justices. You know, so I don't think, you know, you could say philosophically it may be very easy to put enough people on the court who would overturn Roe versus Wade. I don't see that ever happening. I, I think it may be, there may be some limits, there may be some restrictions to get approved, but I, I don't think we're going to go back to the way we were, as somebody pointed out the other day, we're not going to go back to the way it was in the 1950s, you know, in a dark alley with somebody with a coat hanger. That isn't going to happen anymore. I don't think, I don't think we can possibly go back to that point again. Well, I, you, you ha, we don't know the true litmus of the conservative justices and then a conservative uh, majority on the court. You know, we don't know what this new nominee, or if it's uh, not the one we've been talking about, or one of the other ones. We sort of don't know how they'll go on this. Maybe they would you know feel a full repeal of Roe v Wade would be appropriate yeah. in their view so they're just waiting for the right uh, uh, lower court to send it up to them so um, yeah I, I I think Roe v Wade is in trouble well, and uh, I disagree this, this particular judge <laughs> hey we've this, got two the, we've got one call coming in and one call holding but we got to take a quick break to stay on schedule and then we'll be right back with more of on the mark with Mark Lawrence at the mall and I'm here in the studio when it comes to car buying there's the other guy's way and then there's the the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. Mark Lawrence is at the mall, and we've got three callers lined up for you. We're going to start with Ken from Lewisburg. Ken, you're on the mark. How are you? All right, and you, sir? Oh, can't complain. Hey, I'm calling about Roe v. Wade. I, I have no idea um, anything about your families. It's none of my business. But um, I, I have four children, and the third one... Uh, because of supposed medical issues, they tried to tell me to abort. Get rid of them. Gave me an address. Told me where to go. All of those things. And now he's a Division One pitcher at Davidson. Wow. Well, there are a lot of stories like that, I'm sure. 
You know. I'm, so I I cannot I cannot support any of the abortion thing, and I I really and maybe I'm just stubborn because I lived through it. There's no way I can support that at all. Okay. Luckily, we were educated enough to let let it work itself out, which it did. Yeah, fair enough. So how do you support that? We could have killed him. I, I would think that anybody who has an adopted child or an adopted grandchild would agree with you completely. Thank God people choose life over abortion. Well, and that's well this more wasn't adopted. This was in my, in the belly. Okay. Well, they, they told my wife, well, at the time my wife, that you should abort the child. Well, considering and they misread and misdiagnosed. Right. Considering how it turned out, thank goodness they didn't do it, or you didn't do it. So. Well, exactly, but that's my point. Right. I mean, you, it's impossible to try and say you should have abortions when you have no idea what's going to happen in sometimes. At least that's my opinion. I, I so, think you're right. I, Thank you, Ken. There you have it. That's real life. Okay. Hey, you're right. You got a good opinion there. Thank you so much. We appreciate your call this morning. And we've got Stan from Danville on next. Stan? Good He's morning. Uh, sorry, you know, everybody's throwing out conservative and liberal judges. How about if we just get judges on the Supreme Court that take the Constitution and interpret it as it originally was put down? There is no place... No words in the Constitution that says that women should be allowed to kill their babies in the womb. None. Zero. The Tenth Amendment, that should all be on the states. The Tenth Amendment gives all powers not in the Constitution to the states. So that's where that power should be. So every state should be able to make the determination of what they want to do. If Iowa wants to have abortions or don't want to have abortions, they should have it. Or, you know, one of the southern states that traditionally don't want abortion and usually try to outlaw it, that should be okay. But nowhere. And I, somebody can, I'd love somebody to show me in the Constitution where it says that abortion is a right because it's not. It's well, murder. Stand, I'm sorry. States went too far trying to control the bodies of women, and that's how we got where we are today. If uh, reasonable laws were imposed, then maybe we wouldn't have Roe v. Wade, but to, to outlaw abortion was found that to violate the individual rights of a woman. Uh, but what about the individual right of the young one still, still growing inside the womb? Where's their rights? I don't think the court. <laughs> I don't think the what, court what, had that what, uh, as their main consideration. If, if a person, okay, a pregnant woman gets killed by in an auto accident or gets murdered, they charge the person that committed that crime with double homicide. So you can't have it both ways. Either it's a life or it's not a life. Good point. The baby. Yeah, good point. So, you know, it's you know, it, it's a state's thing. You know, and if some states don't want it, then they don't have it. And if people don't like that, they have ways to move. They have a choice. And that's the other thing. Abortion is not birth control. There are many methods of birth control. Abortion doesn't is not a method of birth control. But it's used like that a lot. 
But you know what? So yes, women, 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 and men. I will put it that way: men and women, because it takes two to tango, have a choice. Right, but you know what happens, Stan? Here's what happens. Let's say that they appoint another Supreme Court justice, and it's the president's choice, and it's uh, somebody who's very bright, and then they get approved. There would still have to be a case come up through the system that would bring Roe versus Wade back to the attention of the court. Now, first of all, it would have to go through all the lower courts, and then the Supreme Court would have to decide whether or not to even touch it. You know, so we're not talking about something that next week, uh, you know, there's going to be a a case, a landmark case where Roe versus Wade is overturned because President Trump appointed appointed a conservative justice. Not going to happen that way. And by between the time between the time a case would come up, there could be two other changes on the Supreme Court. I mean, this whole idea that we have to have a litmus test. And when I saw Camilla Camilla Harris grilling some poor justice uh, appointee for the federal courts because he's a member of the Knights of Columbus. I mean, come on. This is not America. This is not the way Americans are supposed to behave. That was that would be a pretty bigoted thing to do, wouldn't you think? I think it's certainly bigoted. You know, when men make sure you both religion? listen on Friday. Cliff Readers is going to call in, uh, the noted attorney up in uh, Williamsport. So he's going to talk about this. How did we ever get to an area where things like uh, voter uh, election outcomes in states, or health care, or gun control, or abortion become political issues and conservative versus liberal issues on the Supreme Court? Why is there not just a uh, uh, is it constitutional or not? You know, wh- how did we get where we are? So he's going to answer that question Friday morning at 8.30. Well, I don't think there should be any litmus test for somebody to ser- serve on the Supreme Court. You know, we're saying we want the court to reflect America. Well, Catholics are American. People who, who oppose abortion are American. You know, don't they have a right to be on the Supreme Court the same way people who are right to life or, or, or right, right to choice people, don't they have a right to? Shouldn't the criteria Absolutely. be? Shouldn't the criteria be whether or not they are qualified through their ac- academic achievements and their experience to serve where they are appointed? If that's the re- if that's the case, then they should be appointed. That's just my yep, opinion. There, there's there's plenty of text out there about what the founders were thinking when they wrote the Constitution. Yep. And that's that should be what's studied, and that's just how it should be interpreted okay. by what they were thinking, not how modern day things. That just doesn't make sense. I'm with you, Faith Stan. Thanks so much. We appreciate your call. We have two other calls pending, Thank and we you. have to take a quick break. We'll take that quick break, and then we'll be back with more of On the Mark. Cindy, please hang on. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan in the studio. Mark Lawrence is at the mall. Cindy and Al are on hold. But, Mark, you want to take a minute to tell us why you're at the mall? Well, it won't be a full minute. Geisinger Family Practice Center, Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way, and Susquehanna Valley Mall. Free drive through flu shots today from until 3 p.m. All you got to do is probably bring a short sleeve shirt so you can expose your shoulder. Maybe a sweat jacket over that if you're chilly like some people here. But Kevin and I can just wear a short sleeve shirt here. We'll be fine. And they'll give you a free flu shot outside where the Sears once was. It's now Family Practice Center and soon to be Geisinger as well here at the mall. Okay. And Cindy, you're on the mark. Thank you for being so patient. You got Al. I'm sorry, Al. Uh, hang on a second. I meant Cindy. Wrong button. Phone Cindy. lessons are tomorrow. Your phone lessons are tomorrow. Cindy, I'm sorry. You're on the mark. Good morning, <laughs> gentlemen. No one's perfect, Joe. Thank you. First of all, let me just say that Article 6 of the Constitution of the United States declares that no religious test shall be required as a qualification to any office or public trust under the United States. So the shall part means absolutely, positively, beyond discussion. If you want to change that and make people have some religious profession, then you'll have to change the Constitution. Number two, the other, the, one of the earlier callers said that he wished that there was some kind of uh, intervention available for women to not get pregnant after the fact. There, there are two. One is called Plan B, and the other is called Ella. Plan B in Pennsylvania is available over-the-counter at the pharmacy. Just go in and ask for it. Now, usually they don't put it on the shelf. You have to go to the counter and ask for it. The other one is by prescription. They're available to any woman 17 years or older. Okay. So, so there, there is are such options. A thing. Yeah, he was wishing for that. There is such a thing. So, And Plan B works for 72 hours. Ella, it's five days. Ella, you have to get a prescription, though. So... Those some, are readily available here in the state of Pennsylvania, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I was going to say, I was at some places, they're in vending machines, aren't they? Or has that changed? The, I uh, believe the they did pill. that at some college campuses, quite wisely, I might add. Right. You know, if you don't want to deal with uh, women getting abortions, then I believe you should do everything possible to prevent that. You should make all forms of birth control readily available. Why does a woman have to see a physician to get a prescription for the birth control pill, which has been available for 50 years in this country? 50 years. Is there anybody for whom some pills are not good? It should be on the shelf, readily available to women to take. And there's a lot of uh, people agree with this. But the conservative people or the medical people who like to make money by forcing people into the office to get a prescription, they don't want it to be made available. I mean, I don't know how you could possibly kill yourself with birth control pills. There are many over-the-counter medications that you could end your life with. I don't see birth control pills as one of them. So I don't see the danger of allowing people to just go in and buy them off the shelf. Cindy, can you hear Mark? He's trying to ask you a question. Are there any pills for whom some women, they're not ideal, that some pills don't go with some women, you know, because of their chemistry or biology? I think that's true for every medication and every person. 
right? Every, every human being is unique. And in that case, some medications could have complications. It could, com- it could have a complication with the medication that you're already taking. Those, and those kinds of things, and you find out after you've tried the medication, unless we already know that it's a problem. But that's true for every drug, Mark. That's true for aspirin, Tylenol, Motrin, you name it. You could walk in and pick it up. It could be a problem for you. Okay. All right, Cindy, we have another Thank call. You, we want to give them three minutes, too. Thanks, Thank Cindy. Yep. Appreciate Bye. your call. And now it's Al. You're on the mark, Al. Good morning. Morning. It's a beautiful hey, day. Is that and all you wanted to say? <laughs> Thank you, Al. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, have a nice day. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. There are uh, survivors of abortion, and they could bring the first case uh, to the Supreme Court or the court work their way up through the courts at any time. Uh, some of the survivors of abortion, like the guy I told you about with one arm that was on one Saturday morning on Fox with well, how, two other women. How would it get there? They'd have to file some sort of a case. What kind of case do you envision well, yeah, them filing? Well, I only have one arm because uh, they aborted my twin, but uh, I survived it. They could bring that case. Against whom? Against the doctors that performed the abortion. I think the statute of limitations has probably expired. That would be a what a fifty-six-year-old well, case. Never going to grow back, so they might, you know, cancel that criteria. I would think it would most likely come up if some state tried to impose a limit on it. You know, on on abortion. That uh, what was it a few years ago, Mark, or maybe it was last year? They were trying to. Uh, was the one here in Pennsylvania? You had to see a video before you could get an abortion. We had to see an uh, invasive ultrasound, an invasive ultrasound, that's ultrasound right. of the fetus. See, it's more it's more likely to come up that way, Al, than it is from somebody who lost an arm to an abortion filing the suit. Well, Planned Parenthood uh, always planned that there was going to be three abortions for anybody that has abortions. That was part of the the movie um, background they gave you okay. on, on the land. Well, um, I just think if it comes up, it'll probably come up through some restriction that some state tries to impose. And the thing is, they, these don't happen overnight. Laws don't just come up and go and get enacted overnight. And it it's, could be a long, drawn-out process before anything happens, and the Supreme well, Court could with, change. I agree with that. But, it, you know, as long as it starts the process, then it goes back, okay. back to the state. Al, we're out of time. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Mark, are you coming back up here tomorrow, or are you going to stay at the mall? <laughs> I'll be back. Back tomorrow. Okay, fair enough. Thanks so much for being with us today on On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. Mark Lawrence was at the mall. Don't forget to get your free flu shot today at the mall. And our producer, as always, has done an outstanding job. Thank you, Rob. We'll be back tomorrow here in the studio for On the Mark. This is WKOK Sunbury.